gonna burn my troubles away. I'm going Hello. Hello there. Sean, you smell you're about to say hello. <laughs> I keep I'll try that again. <laughs> Seventeen episodes that I still like I'm still waiting for you to say more after the hello. Oh so I'm I like, know, just start with. Right. Hello. <laughs> Hello there. We just keep in. We'll just go with that. We'll, we'll master this one day. Right, okay. <laughs> so, welcome everyone to episode 17. We're basically today. Sean is going to talk to us about a Steam Deck. Mmm. I have. So it. there's no point in me. No point in me being here. <laughs> <laughs> so, bye. Bye, Bill. I'll kick you the call. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Well, basically, we'll, we'll, like, literally, that's all we're really going to be sort of discussing this time around is sort of what you make of it, that kind of thing. We'll maybe briefly dive into something we spoke about last week of Doki Doki Lit Club. But yes, the main thing is going to be you discussing the Steam Deck. Um, so, oh, that's me messing around. Sorry. Sorry. Um. So, first things first, how is it? It's good. It's very, very good. Um, when I open is up it the box... on par with, like... So, I suppose its main rival is going to be the Nintendo Switch, isn't it? Yeah, that's... Well, there's other, like, many handheld PCs out there, like the Aya Neo Next or something like that's called, but they're, like, in the £1,000 range. Like, they're not cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, then in, in terms of, like, Entry level price, the Nintendo Switch OLED is its closest competitor, I would say, within the handheld space. And um, is it so? If you, if someone presented you with a Switch or a a Steam Deck, what would you go for? I'd probably go for the Steam Deck. Steam Deck. I Most- can, I, 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 I'm not shocked. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not yeah, gonna say it'll be like, whoa. It's um, kind of it's still weirdly mind blowing. It's it's really stupid. Like, because when I first opened it up, I think I've been conditioned to play this thing just over since 2019, since I bought those split pad pros for the Nintendo Switch. Because as soon as you take it out and pick it up, it feels the ex- it's the almost the exact same size as that. Yeah, because so, everyone was going on about the size. Like, oh, it's huge! Like, I don't want this. It's too big. As soon as I saw, it, I thought, "This is the Nintendo Switch with the the Hori the Hori Pad Pro split the, the Hori Split Pad Pros on either side yeah. because they're quite big, chunky controllers. Like they are. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's a, it fits well in your hand, and this the Steam Deck feels almost exactly the same as that, but just a bit girthier and a little bit heavier. Um, it feels Thickers. really good in the hands. Yeah, it's very girthy. Um, so as soon as I picked it up, I was like. Wow, this is basically just the switch with the, the split pads. Mm-hmm. And I just became immediately comfortable with it because I thought, well, I'm just used to this. Um, even the placement of the little triggers at the back felt the same. I was like, wow, this yeah. is literally holding. <laughs> this is like holding the switch with the the prep rules in. Um, yeah, and the first impressions, like just in terms of how the hardware feels, the hard, I think the hardware feels really, really nice. It's got that nice weight to it. The sticks feel really good. Uh, the face buttons feel good as well. The the D pad isn't the best, like especially compared to the PlayStation D pad and the, uh, the the Xbox D pad. I much prefer those D pads, mm-hmm. but it's still like a solid, decent D pad compared to the one you get on the split, split pad Pro, for example. But um, the one thing that surprised me the most 
the hardware wise was the touchpads because it has the two touchpads at the front well, yeah, two yeah, things. yeah there's the two touchpads at the front and i thought i just never i just don't really see any use for these all like i mean it's handy in the desktop mode when you're using the control and mouse but i thought game wise like was well, really gonna be a lot of games that use this but we'll get into that later um but they surprised mm. me why they surprised me the, th- the other thing that surprised me as well is like they've clearly looked at a lot of people holding handheld devices because the way that like, as soon as you hold it, your uh, index finger and your middle finger just sit neatly on the two sort of bumpers at the back, or the four sort of paddles at the back. Well, they're not really paddles, like the Elite Controller paddles. But the four buttons at the back that you can use, that you can customize, like, they just fit so perfectly on those buttons. They just feel so natural, and it doesn't feel cumbersome to use at all. Um... Like, I always find that the paddles in the Series F controller, they feel like they're kind of in the way because they stick out so much. So you don't really feel mm-hmm. like you've got a proper grip of the controller because those two, those four big paddles, or two of them, depending on how you use them, stick out a lot. But, um, you know, as soon as I held it, I was like, wow, these just fit exactly where these paddles are. And you can just push down with your fingers to activate them. They've got a nice, really nice click to them as well. Um, I was worried it was going to be mushy because I have the one in the Hori Pad Pros are quite mushy. Um, yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, but this has got a nice click to it, and that's another thing. There's a lot of uh, clickiness to the sticks as well. There's the clicks, the sticks have got a really nice click. It's like a full proper, much like the Hori Pad Pros as well. It's got the full proper analog movement instead of the tiny nubs you get on the Switch Joy Cons and stuff like that. Um, the only thing I don't like in terms of the controller feel, and I think it's because I've been spoiled by how the xbox has designed their controllers um and that because i've used them so much is i don't really like the bumpers the rb and lb or the r1 and l1 uh mm-hmm. they just feel weird they kind of stick out in a weird way and i'm so used to the xbox way where if i just rest my both index fingers on the trigger my finger is hovering over or is nudging against each of the lbs and rbs and i can just like nudge my finger to the left or right depending on which finger, without lifting a finger to activate the bumpers. That's why I prefer... Mostly that's why I prefer the Xbox controller over the PlayStation, because on PlayStation you have to lift your complete finger off the trigger to activate the button. You're moving your finger a lot, whereas in Xbox you really don't need to... If you've got an Elite controller, you're just not, you can just not... The only fingers that are moving are your thumbs. Mm-hmm. They're the most active ones. But on the Xbox controller, you, you do not need to lift your index fingers to activate the LB and the RB because the way they designed it and how they sort of like mail into your finger at the back and you can just sort of nudge them i'm not the type that is constantly moving my index finger between l1 and r1 or r1 and l2 r2 that kind of thing but um mm-hmm. yeah that's this so that's the only thing i don't like the, tr- the triggers feel nice they feel again it's very similar shape to the switch triggers they've got so that elongated feel to it but there's more depth to them it's not awfully clicky like the switch ones um but it's a very similar yeah. shape weirdly um but they feel fine um, it took me a while to get used to holding it because obviously it's heavier than the Switch and I was holding it like I was holding the Hori Spitaplad Pros but I thought this is mm-hmm. especially if I'm laying down in bed it doesn't feel the best holding it that way so I've kind of like, I'm kind of holding it like the, depending on the game I'm kind of holding it the same way you would hold like a Playstation controller you know how it like sort of snuggly fits in your, sort of your knuckle area where your fingers what's that area called it's not the knuckles but where the fingers join to the palm I guess you know how the Xbox controller, you can just basically wrap yeah, your palms yeah, around yeah. the thing? Right. Whereas the PlayStation controller, you can't really do that because of the shape and where the sticks are. 
Um, but yeah, one thing I'm glad about as well is that they didn't do the the Xbox style, or the same the Switch, the style of the analog sticks where they're misaligned, they're not straight together like it is on PlayStation, because it feels way more natural just having your thumbs rest on those thumbs instead of having one rest and one thumb going all the way down to the bottom and you get your hand in like a weird shape. It feels fine on Xbox controller, but on the Steam Deck, I think it would feel weird in terms of like trying to hold it in your hands. Um, especially yeah. if it's in front of you as well. So it's good. This puts less stress on your thumb having that sort of misaligned Xbox style analog sticks and better to have them sort of straight on like on PlayStation. But it's not in PlayStation where you're sort of because in PlayStation, where you're holding it there, is like you're basically holding two of the right analog sticks on the Xbox controller because your thumb is stretching down. Uh, whereas in this, it feels a lot more like the the Wii U Pro controller. Oh, All right, that okay. Pro controller. Yeah, yeah, that was a cracking where, controller. Yeah, that's that's always been my dream controller is having a controller of where you can wrap your palms around it and also have your two fingers at the top without bending them down. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels a lot more like that. Uh, it feels good. It feels really good in the hands. Because um, I had a few concerns as well, because a lot of people on Reddit were uh, saying they had issues, like they had like a crunchy stick, they had a sticky B button, um, they had like a loose or a wobbly trackpad, um, that kind of stuff. So I was a little bit worried I would have, or some people said they had issues with like dead pixels on the screen. The the noise the biggest one is the noise the fan whine or that loud whine that you hear um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I've been very thorough with because as soon as I know about there's, there's, there's going to be issues or if people are having issues, I'm immediately looking for them to see if I have them because it's like a new piece of hardware. It's like very few people have this, so I'm going to look out for the things that other people have to see if I have them and. I think I've gotten really, really lucky because my screen looks great. There's no issues with the screen, uh, like no dead pixels. The trackpads feel perfectly fine. Um, the B button, that I think, because when people are saying, "Oh, it's sticky, it's sticky," what they're doing is because the way the the hole is on the the Steam Deck, because the way they've carved it, the B button sort of slightly slips down to the side. Um kind of like the old original Xbox One launch controllers. They're not so they're not really much like that now in the, the newer controllers, are they? Where the B button kind of like melts uh, down to the side, you know what I mean? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember those old, No, old, I think they're the, the Xbox One launch controllers where the B button was basically hanging off the side. I'll see if I can yeah, find it. No, I remember them. Oops. Hold on, I'll I'll get my Steam Deck. It's under my bed. Entertain oh, the guests. Or the, the underneath the bed? What's it doing under there, I wonder? Bring a lady home. Be like, oh hey, get in the mood, and then that's when you bring it out. Steam Deck. And I'm here. I don't and you're here? People. <laughs> yeah, I'm holding it now. It feels really, really good. I'll try and turn it on, see if it makes any noise. The noise of... It makes like a... When you turn it on, uh, oh, I... online. that's a weird noise. Uh, uh. It makes a lot of noises, cool steam noises, but um, yeah. So, the B button I'm looking at here, it kind of like 
drips off the side a little. And when I was watching videos of people saying, oh, the button, the B button sticks. So the way that people are doing it is because it's the way it's been carved, the plastic has been carved. They're pushing down on B, but then pushing B up to deliberately try and make it stick under the plastic. Nah. Steam Deck sucks. How dare you, Billy? Insulting <laughs> <laughs> my purchase. <laughs> um, it's what you get. So yeah, people are complaining about that. So I tried it, and with your it stuck a little. Dog emote. Um, yeah, I bought that with my Steam points that I got for purchasing it. So I thought uh, I may as well go to the, the points shop and buy dog pictures. That's amazing. Yeah, I love it. It's nice. I love it. And I bought I a need heart, it. Sort of an animated heart thing around it. It's very, very pretty, and I want it. Anyway. I changed my profile as well. I've bought a new profile background. Ooh, look at me! Yeah. I've become all steam. <laughs> yeah, me and my three steam friends who are never online. Uh, I'm so popular. Oh, yeah. oh, very, very, very premium. I like the background. Yeah, it was like a thousand points or something. I've got like seventy odd thousand left. I don't know what else to buy. Um, <laughs> I've got way too many of them. Um, yeah, so I tried the B button thing, and it did stick a little bit, but it's not like fully stuck in that people are doing, like what other people are doing online. That's because I'm when I'm playing, pushing the B button, I'm not naturally pushing the B button and then slide my finger up to deliberately make it get stuck. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine. It, it works perfectly fine. The only issue that I have, but it's an issue for other people, not really for me, is I do have that that whine to the fan. Let's right. see if I can load up a game or something to try and uh, get it going. But to me, it's not that bad. It's very... Because I just play with... Actually, I've been mostly playing this with the speakers on. I haven't really been using headphones with it. But even with speakers on, it's, I just hear the, the air coming out of it, not necessarily the wine coming out of it. Uh, so I've got, I bought a game. I bought Disco Elysium. Good purchase. Yeah, it's one I've always wanted to play, and I thought this is perfect for the Steam Deck, because I thought I was planning on getting it on like, PlayStation or Xbox or something, but when I saw the way it looked, I thought, uh, that just doesn't really feel like a set back on your recliner and play on a giant 4K OLED type game. Mm-hmm. Like, this seems like a nice, cozy Switch game or Steam Deck game. It's on Switch as well. Um... Yeah, the Steam Deck just fine isn't going right now. I'll let it sit there for a bit and see if it goes. Oh, here we go. Can you hear this? Oh, uh, this is quite audible. That's because it's right up on the mic. <laughs> but still, but, it's like it's quite loud. Probably sounds louder than it really is. Yeah. But it does get louder when it's during a very uh sort of heavy rendered part of the game but um but when you're wearing headphones it's fine like it doesn't really bother me to be honest i think it's perfectly fine also it's not switch quiet but this thing is pumping out a lot more power than the switch and therefore there's a lot more heat so it needs to get that heat out somewhere and the temperatures are amazing like i was playing disco elysium and it was running at like 50 degrees for the cpu and gpu no that's uh, actually great yeah because one thing i was always paranoid about in my when i had my gaming laptop my temperatures were always into the 90s and stuff like that uh and also that's quite bad. And ideally it should be in like the eighties or the seventies and stuff. So it's just doing mm-hmm. well, it's pumping out all that it's intaking all that cool air and pumping out a lot of hot air. And it works. So the only buttons I do not like 
on the Steam Deck is the Steam button and the three dot button. Whatever that brings up, like your extra extras menu, options menu, like for check your performance and your battery life and stuff like that, and lets you tinker with the the wattage and the frame rate limit and stuff like that. They sit flat against the plastic, so it doesn't when you're in the dark and you can't see. I'm trying to, I'm like moving my fingers around just to find where the buttons are because they don't stick out. But now I've learned that they're just under the trackpad. But they're they're sort of flush against the plastic and they're really squishy and they don't feel good. There's not a nice click through them. Um I don't like the this the the squishiness to them at all. It doesn't it just doesn't feel right. But um Yeah, the hard I mean the hardware itself, I really like it. I wish I hopefully get to be up at some point so I can like get a feel for it, but I think I think you'll agree. As soon as you hold it, it'll immediately feel familiar because of those split pads. Mm-hmm. Like it's not as bad as what some people are saying. Like it feels really good in the hands. It's got a good weight to it. It's very even, evenly weighted. Um, overall, it's just a really solid. There's the clickiness of the back buttons. Mm-hmm. Sure you can hear that. The clickiness of the sticks. Oh, this. I do like this ASMR that I'm I'm receiving right now. Yep. Oh. Ooh. Um. So it's really good for that. Oh, sorry, got carried away there. <laughs> so it's good clickiness, and yeah. So this is hard, I'll talk about the other bits, the other piece of the hardware now. The screen. So the screen. It's not as good as the OLED. We all know that. No, but OLED no, is king. That was guaranteed. OLED is king, but. It does really. It does. It surprisingly does look good. And I've and this is another issue some people had was like, this is an issue that all LCDs have or LEDs have is like a light bleed issue, where like one corner of the screen is like bleeding out light. Um, for me, I got very lucky. Like my screen is very evenly lit. There's no like really noticeable light bleed coming through where parts of the screen are brighter than the other during like a dark scene or something like that. It's very mm-hmm. evenly lit. And I think one of the benefits of the 512 gigabyte version is the etched screen because that sort of diffuses any well, in my opinion, it probably would it would diffuses any light because the screen on this is a little bit darker than the normal versions because the normal versions have a glossy glass screen so that light is just coming right through whereas the etched screen, the laser etched screen, obviously it diffuses some of the light so the screen isn't as brighter I think that's what helps is that diffusion of the light makes it appear more even and softer which I quite mm-hmm. like and the, the edge screen is really nice because I set my a big lamp next to my bed and it's quite bright and you can barely, it, it just looks like a soft light against it, there's no like crazy reflection of the lamp or anything like that where I have to like turn it off just to play it, like it's a very soft diffused light against it as well, it's really really nice you can achieve the same effect with a screen protector um, but it's nice just to have on it itself without using a screen protector but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's got also the t- touch screen as well, which is handy. And but the touch, the touchpads, the touchpad really surprised me. The touchpads are very similar to the Mac touchpads. So All right. First, yeah, because when I first pushed them in, I was like, these are just, there's no response to these at all. So I'm pushing them in now and it's not on. And it's just like a squishy, it just feels like pushing against plastic. There's really not any feedback to it. But when it's on and when you're in a game that uses the trackpad, it kind of does that MacBook, you know, that, uh, the MacBook Air where, you click down and you feel that vibration. It makes it feel like a click. Mm-hmm. It does that. So when you push down on it, you can feel it click, even though it's not clicking technically. Uh, it's just the vibration motors kick in and they make it feel like a proper click, which I quite like. Um, 
because I think a lot of people got it and they're complaining. Oh, it's just so squishy and like, non-responsive when it's off. As well, I, th- I thought I was. I th- well, they didn't say when it was off. They just said in general. So that's when I thought when I got it. All oh, these are going to be disappointing. They're actually really, really good. And they're, they're actually really good in certain games because I played um, Inscription or a little bit of that. I haven't played, yeah, played yeah. like ten minutes of it. I won't be talking about that. But that heavily uses the touchpads and. Uh, the people. One thing I like about the 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 fact that the SteamOS stuff is that there's this area where if a game doesn't have like official controller support, there's like a work the Steam Workshop thing where people have made community layouts for the controller or the Steam Deck. So people made uh like a controller support for Inscription, or maybe it wasn't for Inscription, but other games and. Where it heavily uses the trackpad, and I was playing. I'm pretty much playing the majority of that game with the trackpad, and it feels perfectly fine. It's like a really good substitute for a mouse because you can also use the analog stick. But I find the analog stick to be way too sensitive. Like you just move it slightly, and it's like shooting across the screen. Whereas with the touchpads, I can just keep my thumb on it and like move it slowly around and have a lot greater control over it. Again, like a trackpad. Um, so I'm actually quite impressed with those. I thought they were quite good. I'm mostly using the right trackpad. I never really used the left one. Because when you're in the desktop mode, they make you use the right trackpad as the left click. So it feels it's like you mm-hmm. think they use the left pad, Travis, the left click, but they use it as the right one, which makes more sense because you're using your buttons there anyway. Um, then they use the left trackpad as the right click. So it's a bit weird. But it does work in a weird way. Um, yeah, hardware-wise, I think it's impressive. I really like it. it so why does it run games? Like, how well does it run games? But like, I'm getting to the games, okay? I just wanted to do. Oh, fine. <laughs> fine. I just want. I just wanted to talk about the hardware. But yeah, games wise. Uh, so I don't have a very big Steam library. I've got like ninety games, very small, in comparison. Like I don't even have Portal on there. You know, like I'm not. I don't even have Portal Two on there. It's just a very small library. Even I've got Portal. Yeah, it's like I just haven't bought a lot on there. Like I bought the GTA collection. I bought the Half Life collection. Like just a bunch of collections that I bought. Some codes that I got for free. Like the Bioshock I got for free at one point. Uh, Gone Home, which I bought. Um, so like 90 odd games. So not a lot. So, But I thought I'd download some anyway. Um, and one of the games I downloaded, and I don't even remember buying this or how I... I'll have to look through my purchase history. But I bought... At one point I bought Condemned. Criminal uh. Origins. I thought, I wonder how this runs because it's uh, you know, it doesn't have game, like proper Game Pass support. It's a game from two thousand five. I mean, it's seventeen years old. It's a very old game. Unfortunately, at this point, it makes me feel old. But <laughs> I thought I'll load this up and play this. And again, I went into because when you load up the game, you can click on the game. You can either press play or you can scroll along to the right and select the little controller button or the settings button. And within that, you can select the option to go to the community page or the community settings and see what people have made for controller support if they've made any like controller layouts and a bunch of people had they made like uh controller layouts for the game and i found this really good one that had like a, 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 thousand, a few thousand upvotes so i'll click this and use this steam configured it loaded up the layout loaded up the game went in and you can't use the controller on the 
they made many, so you have to use the trackpad. So I use the trackpads to go into the options and select all of my options, put them all up to full. And then once you're in the game, like it just feels like you're playing on the 360. They just mapped the buttons directly like it would be in the 360 version, except you're playing on this little Steam Deck. And it's, I know this sounds stupid, but it's kind of like I think because I I'm such a big fan of that game and I first played it on like a TV on a big giant console that came out the 360 well there's something really weird about just laying in bed and playing a game like condemned on a seven inch screen on a little mini switch style pc that's weirdly mind-blowing i mean it runs perfectly at the 800p at 60 frames like just no drops at all get everything up full but of course it wouldn't have any drop because it's like a 17 year old game running on modern hardware so it's not surprising that it runs well um mm-hmm. so i thought i'll try some more demanding games um i'll see what i've got so yeah i bought black mesa oh did you get it yes but i refunded it because that game is not ready for it even says on the steam page that it's unsupported at the moment ah uh. um but i thought i'll take a chance and it, you, to be fair you can easily play through the entire thing uh on the steam deck currently i just felt like it wasn't quite ready yet um so when you go in, it's weird because when you before you load up a game, you have this option. I'll see for it. So I'll click on Disco Elysium. You can go over the settings part, go to properties, and then you can go to general. Oh no, sorry, compatibility. And you can say force the use of a specific Steam Play compatibility tool, and you can choose all the different versions of Proton. So you can go all the way back to Proton three point seven, up to seven point zero, or the experimental version. So I thought I'll try Proton Experimental, see what that's about. So I loaded up, loaded up on Proton Experimental instead of Proton 7.0, which is the default. The game was completely different. It was really weird. Like, I couldn't quite understand why. So when I loaded up on Proton, like, just by default 7.0, it just looked like a PC, sort of generic PC interface, so there's no, like, real UI. It was just text-based menus. Then the sort of generic ui for steam menus popped up to select options for graphics and stuff like that it just looked like a steam menu that popped up it wasn't like a proper gui a graphical user interface that popped up which is fine i used a trackpad selected all my settings it selected all my settings for me pretty much most of it was on high there's a couple of things on medium um that kind of stuff played the game and it ran like 120 frames a lot of time tried to turn on vsync to just keep it at 60 but the vsync kind of was rubbish and it kept dropping below 60 even though a lot when i switched it back to vsync off it was running at 120 a lot of the time and so i thought i'll just keep it on 120 and just keep the steam deck plugged in because i don't want you to run a game at 120 when i'm on a 60 hertz screen it's just a waste of battery at that point mm-hmm. um i thought well let's see what it's like on proton experimental let's load that up and see how it runs on that load it up and it was basically just like the console version of the game completely different i had this graphical user interface i could control the user interface for the the buttons um for the d-pad and the sticks and the face buttons i didn't have to use all the trackpad it was all this like fancy user interface it just felt like a way more consoleized version it even had options in there that went in the the initial launch when i first launched it like they had um like joystick options like auto aim options you know how like on console there's like this sort of this default auto aim because analog sticks aren't as precise as mouse um, mm-hmm. even had that in there to allow you to have some form of auto as a console player, like a joypad player. 
it was just a completely different user interface and with completely different options. It was really weird. It was a completely different experience. And I thought, that's just really strange. So I kept switching back between the two. Um, and the Proton the Proton 7 version, like you can run it at 120, but on the, the experimental version of Proton, like you cannot run it any higher than 60. And I had more issues on the 7.0 version, which is the default version, than I did on the experimental version. But for some reason, on the experimental version, the more consoleized experience, there was a weird latency to it. Like, it felt more like a console game. You know how when you play PC games that weren't made for console, and then you move around, and it's like, it just feels like you're just moving around a mouse. There's no really any, there's not really any, I don't know how to describe it, but things just feel a bit too fast yeah and imprecise because you're making these big movements on the analog stick but it's not registering properly within the game so you're like trying to shoot an enemy but you're constantly shooting either side of it you can't really lock onto it um when you move around there's not really any inertia to it it just feels like a straight was d type feeling but on a stick um but then when i switched over to the ex- experimental version where it had all the ui stuff suddenly the character had like an inertia to him like it had a weight to him where when I move forward, they would move slowly, then start moving quickly, instead of immediately moving quickly, like it did on the initial launch version. There's like a wait to him when I moved them around on the right stick to look at the camera around. It was really weird. It was like a completely different game. It was so odd. I thought, hmm, I don't think this is quite ready yet. I think I'll just wait until the developers have updated it and have added official support, because I don't want to choose between two different versions and like decide which is the best, which is cool that I can do that, but... I just thought I found it really weird. So I thought, there's other games I'd rather put my time into. I can wait yeah. on this. Like, I don't need to play it. Um, so I, I thought, I'll just refund it because I only played it for like an hour and a bit. Messing around with it. Then I used that refund and put that towards Disco Elysium. Um, that was probably the most intense game I've played on it so far. Um, the other game is also Doki Doki, but that were like you know, I, I turned that down so, to like 15 frames a second just to save battery, to save my control, because it's a visual novel, it's not like there's 3D graphics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, you're just looking at a screen of text. Yeah, exactly, so I thought I'll turn it down to like 15 frames, turn the brightness down a bit, and I got like 6 hours battery out of it, and I thought right, I'll just go lay in bed and play this. So that was going to yeah, be my, my next thing, was like the battery on it. So like for AAA yeah. titles, you get what, like, if you're run, if you're playing a big game, two hours if you're lucky yeah if you're running full brightness full 60 frames full wattage no 100 percent battery an hour and a half to two hours um, it's not that great but well, it was not that great if you're the type of person who wants to travel with it and like sit on a, a bus or something or yeah. a plane now, a lot, it's not suitable for a long plane journey like oh, i'm gonna go play cyberpunk i don't think there's cyberpunk available on it yeah, um, well, every game on Steam's available on it. You can load up anything. Yeah, you can't go and be like, I'm going to go sit and play Cyberpunk on this very long bus journey. Like, yeah. You know, unless you're sitting next to a charging port, it's not really going to work for you. Exactly. You need to sit, you need to be sitting next to like an outlet somewhere or something like that to do it. Unless we're, in my situation, where I don't really intend to take this anywhere, and apart from when to show you or something like that. Um... I got the plug next to my bed. I yeah. just plug in and keep it plugged in. That's what I like about it. That's why I prefer 
there's certain things on this I prefer over the Switch, because the thing that annoys you about the Switch is that it has great battery, but if you want to charge and play it, you can't because the charge is at the bottom, which yeah. is understandable because it needs the dock. Uh, but unless the USB-C is at the top and it just doesn't get in the way. And it's great just laying in bed. Yeah. And why I prefer to play it when I'm going to play a long session, I prefer to just play it while, it pl- while it's plugged in because when it reaches 100%, it cuts off using battery power and just uses the power from the, the plug. Uh, that's quite good. Yeah, so you're not damaging the battery at all, just keeping it plugged in. So if you've got like, mm-hmm. long hours where you just want to sit and play it, I would just keep it plugged in. What is that majority of the time? You're not doing any damage to the battery because they switch it off at a certain point. Yeah, the battery isn't good. It's not. It's the worst part of it. If you're that kind of person who wants to sit and play in battery the entire time, using only battery power, it's not going to be good. You have to. You'll definitely have to tweak some settings. You'll have to knock it down to thirty, and turn the brightness down a bit to get a bit more out of it. But even then, you're not going to get go from two hours to thirty or eight hours. You'll probably get an extra hour out of it, maybe if you're lucky. It depends on the game. Um, like Doki Doki, for example. Even at full power, I would get a lot of hours out of it because yeah. it's just a simple 2D based game. Yeah, it's um, not demanding. Same with another game, which I think this game is absolutely incredible. And it might be one of my favorites of the year, and that is Vampire Survivors. Ah. Uh, that game is fucking amazing. I've heard good things. <laughs> oh, well, it's so good. I, I even recorded a video for you. I, I didn't actually send it yet, but. There was a moment in that game where it just clicked, where everything just went insane. I thought, oh, this is what I've been waiting for. Well, this is the, the part everyone's talking about. So basically, what this game is, it's a fully, well, it's 2D, I suppose. It's, it's top-down view, 2D, sort of pixely, pixely sprite-based art style. And you play this character. The first character you get is like a crudely inspired by Castlevania, where you get the whip. Um, and that's your main weapon. But I after playing a few games of the first character I saved up enough coins to buy the second character and the second character is much better sort of this sort of magic based character and where instead of like shooting you using your whip in the direction you're facing it shoots out orbs of magic and they sort of track the enemies and hit the enemies so I thought this is a lot easier so the game game didn't really click until it's like to that character but basically top down view pixel based art style 2D art style sprite based like an old NES game or something like that, or even older, but just a bit, bit more high fidelity to it. As basically, I'll check what the Steam store describes it as, but I think they described it as like you are the bullet hell. Um, I thought, well, what does it mean by that? Because I'm not really at the point where I feel like it's a bullet hell, but I guess to a point where you get so much, so many powers that it just goes completely insane. So, where's the game? Vampire Survivors, where are you? In my library. Installed. Oh, there it is. Vampire Survivors. So let's check out the Steam store, see what that says. Oh, yeah, it's mowed down thousands of night creatures and survive until dawn. Vampire Survivors is a gothic horror casual game with roguelike elements where your choices allow you to quickly snowball against hundreds of monsters that get thrown at you. So, yeah, it's roguelike in the sense that when you die, you lose all the powers that you gained in that run. So you start off with like the magic beast character, you start off with just a simple orb that shoots out one once every two seconds. And then when you kill enemies, they drop these sort of like uh rupees from like Zelda, but they're blue. 
kind of looking things. Pick them up. That levels you up, and when you level up, you have the choice of picking three random skills that pop up. So one of them might be, now you shoot two orbs. The other one might be, now you have a whip that you can use, so wherever you're facing, a whip will come out. The third one might be, gain 10% extra health, that kind of thing. So as you level up, you get more powers by picking up these blue crystals, or blue rupees. And over time, you kill all these enemies, you come across other items, you come across a treasure chest, and then that treasure chest that gives you coins, and coins is your XP essentially. So you don't get an XP from... I don't think you get XP from killing enemies. Well, you get XP for... Well, I'll go into that. I'll, I'll explain what the coins mean, the difference between the two. So you get your sort of XP for when you're in that run, your run XP basically, to level you up within that run. And then you get these coins, and the coins are used to buy powers that are permanent between runs. So there's like a shop. You can go to the shop, and you can buy... You increase your damage, increase your speed, increase your health, uh, that kind of stuff. These power-ups are permanent to your character. So between runs, you save up money, go to the shop, and level up your your powers to get, help you get through the runs even longer. Um, so when I first played it, I had like five, ten-minute runs. I thought, this is good, but I'm not really feeling it. Um, you can play that an entire game is played with one analog stick. There's no face button use to use it's just the stick the game does everything for you there's no button to push to activate your powers the powers are just doing everything automatically you only need to use the stick and just move around and wave and weave your way through all the enemies and i thought i didn't i didn't think there was a lot of enemies at first but when i had this really good run like after a few times where i died and saved up enough money to buy some powers, and you also get more money from finding sacks of money in the world that randomly spawn or drop from certain enemies, or you find these treasure chests that drop from certain enemies that take a few hits to kill them. And then you get different types of treasure chests where you get a treasure chest where it has one skill and you get money, or you come across these crazy treasure chests that have like five skills in them, and you get like 300 coins, or something like that. Um, So I saved up, I got a few treasure chests, saved up some money leveled up a little bit and then the run that I recorded in that video which I'll, I'll just may as well send it to you now so you can actually see what I'm talking about but the run I had on this like that was when it really clicked I thought oh so this is where this is what everyone's hyping up at this game it just gets to a point where the game just goes absolutely insane but when I was playing it it's like a two minute video I don't know if I'll do that there we go done also, I don't need to watch the... I'll have to trim it down, it looks like. I'll trim it down to Too that. chunky. Too many people say that about myself. In a yeah, good way. one minute instead of two minutes. But you'll see what I mean when the video sends to you. But got to the point where I, I just had this really good run where every skill was dropping. Uh, I just seemed to get these way more awesome powers. I found this... Um, this dove thing that shoots out these projectiles. Then every time I leveled up, I seem to have found the option to reduce my cooldown constantly. So I reduce your cool every time you use it. It's like reduce your cooldown by eight percent. And I found like seven of them in a row. So I was just constantly selecting that, and my cooldown was going down to the point where it's just the, the projectiles and the, the orbs and the. I found this ring as well, where you put this ring on and it shoots bolts of lightning down in random places. I found this thing where it shoots out fireballs. 
the sort of thing it shoots out axes um again the dove thing as well the whip and just your general orbs they were coming out so fast that i was just running through like 300 enemies and just decimating them and there's just blue crystals absolutely everywhere i couldn't stop at one point i just could not stop laughing because of how good it was it was, I think I got it for like one pound eighty seven or something like that. I was gonna say is like the game is only two quid. Yeah, you, you should just buy it. <laughs> that it's just buy it. Yeah, it's like it's your laptop well worth up the download. To I don't think it's not really good. Well, you could play it in bed on your laptop using the controller. I wouldn't recommend unless you have a mouse or something like that. But it's yeah, I've enough. got a mouse. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I don't know how it works with that, but maybe better better off the controller. But yeah, probably by just plugging a controller. Yeah, just do that. It's what two pounds. It's worth the yeah, two pounds. Oh I had an absolute ton of fun with it, and I've put like a about an hour into it now. I'm going to play more of it. I've unlocked other stages. I didn't even realize there was other stages to unlock. And when I went into the second stage, it was a lot harder at first than the first stage. So I thought, oh, I'm not ready for the second stage yet. I need to go back to the first stage, do a few more crazy runs, save up more coins, so I can go into the second stage with more power ups I've I've bought from the store. Uh. Oh man, Vampire Spheres is so good. It's, it looks so simple. I mean, the, the, at one point there were so many enemies on the screen, the Steam Deck couldn't handle it. <laughs> it went, because it was a solid 60 the entire time. Like, it's a very basic looking game. There's no... Like, computers from the last 10 years or 15 years can easily run this game. But for some reason, just... When it got to the point where there was literally... It looked like thousands. Probably was thousands. They're just swarming in at you. Uh, the Steam Deck just chugged down to like 30 20, 25 30 frames they just didn't know what to do because there were just so many things happening because all my projectiles were coming out and shooting everywhere then all the enemies were dying and blowing up with their the sprites blowing up then more enemies were running in while i was moving around so it was just a lot to handle for the steam deck i think even though it's a very basic looking game so i'm curious how it would handle on other platforms uh i thought it was quite funny yeah vampire survivors i have bought it yes it's like 300 meg as well just easily download it as well Vampire no, is awesome. <laughs> excited to see what you think of it when you uh, get around to playing it I absolutely love it no, I'm it's looking just, forward to it it's a game that needs to come to the Switch because it's only in early access thus far yeah some version 0.5 so it's up, being updated quite regularly but I'm still in the early stages so there's other four like four other stages I haven't seen yet so I'm pretty much pretty early in even the, the early access version of the game yeah uh so I intend to go back and play more of it. The game I put the most time into was uh, Doki Doki Panic. Uh, Doki Doki Literature Club, sorry. Doki Doki Panic. <laughs> yes. Now I am curious to hear your opinions on this. Is it or is it not unsettling? <laughs> it is. It goes for a long time like it's, where it isn't unsettling. Yeah. A long, long time. Because the, the game lulls you into like... A very, very like so. I, I take it the PC version starts the same way as the console version, where it comes up with "I do not play this game if you suffer from the following." Yeah, it's um, identical. Yeah, so so the game, even though it tells you all this is happening, it still lulls you into a false sense of security because you go, you start the game, and then it's all like, oh, you know, your childhood best friend is like, we're going to start a club. But I suppose we should actually just, you know, heed the warning of the game if you're listening to this and you do have, you know, issues with yes. what, depression, anxiety, self-harm, and They're not suicide. Joking. We're not joking on this. Like, this game is not not for you. <laughs> and if and we, we probably will tap into these moments in the game. 
if this is not for you, maybe tune out. Um, not not being mean, but it is. This game is quite bad for these these subjects, and if you do suffer from that, maybe skip ahead. <laughs> or just yeah, um, don't even think about buying this game. <laughs> don't don't even think about buying this. This this is not for you. It's like. The game comes that if you type in Doki Doki Literature Club into Google, you will get a whole pile of cute anime waifus, basically. Yeah. Don't believe it. <laughs> um, the game looks cute. It's not. It's got a very, very heavy background to it. So if you are one of these people that suffers from like any anything like that, it's not for you. Um, so anyway, we've given our warning. Um, so the game does start off very, very cute. You're with your you know, childhood best friend Sayori, who's like, oh, hey, you need to decide on a club, blah, 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 and eventually recruits you into the literature club. Um, and it's all like, oh, I'm making friends, this is great, this is great, you're baking cakes, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Sayori takes a turn. She's not a happy person, is she? No, and it took a long time to get there, because I was playing this, I thought there's a it- lot happening where it took like a good two hours. Before yeah. it even gets yeah, to the that... point, like, you're completely right. It does lull you in, thinking, you know, maybe this isn't actually so bad. Maybe the horror and this is just like kind of basic or not that disturbing. Yeah. But then it, That's what said, I was it, thinking it does as take well. like a pretty hard turn at some point where, because she's kind of like when you're looking back on the conversation you had with your friend Sayori, she's been leaving like little hints about certain things, mm-hmm. like oh, I was late or I wasn't, I wasn't ready quickly or. I look a bit uh, rough. Uh, toothpaste stain on my shirt, that kind of thing. My hair isn't made uh, red. Hair isn't prepared properly, that kind of thing. Yeah. So at least like little hints around about what she's like as a person, but I didn't really pick up on that. I just sort of thought, oh, maybe she just slept. She's just in. running late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we all than that. We we're all we're all ran late at one point. But yeah, then at one point you like she she doesn't turn up one day or something like that. Happens. What happens? Or she, you know, she leaves early one day. I think it was. Yeah. So basically, she's in a bit of a bit of a mood, um, and then Monica goes up and has a word with her, and then you show her show her the poem that you've written the night before, and she's like, "Oh, just tell Monica that I'm I'm leaving. I'm not feeling great, and I'm leaving early." Um. Then it's a clear sign that something's up. She's, you know, something's not right. And that's the first sort of red flag, and you're like, "All right, something's wrong. Something's seriously wrong." Um, and what has Monica said to her? Um, but you know, kind of that—that that was kind of the main question that was coming to to me. It was like, "What has she said?" Like that, it was never clear what she said to her. Um, <laughs> to try and cheer her up. Um. But she 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 went home early, and then you just go on with everyone else, just going like, "Oh, right, this, that, and the next thing." Um, all the while, and again, I don't know if you picked it up either. For um, what what's her name? Is it Nana? What's her name again? The best girl in the game, and I've just got got, got she's gone completely out of my head. Natsuki or Nana? Nat, 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 Natsuki? Yeah, that's it. Um, there's also her storyline as well that you never find too much out about her but it's very very heavily implied um 
like there's stuff going on with her as well in that yeah. first act, which again you don't initially pick up on. Um, it isn't until you play through it again, and that scenes with her, you're like, oh, oh, there's 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 more to you than meets the eye. Like there's something really serious going on, but we'll come back to her. It's all about Sayori at the moment. Um, but yeah, so you spend the afternoon. She's gone home, and then the next day you go. So it's, this is the day where. Uh, Natsuki is meant to be coming to your house to bake cakes you go see Sayori first and she's properly t- she just admits to you she's depressed she suffers from depression and quite bad depression at that Um, and it's all about kind of like alright this is suddenly taking a really serious twist for a game that's been really really cute to this point this is now getting quite serious yeah and- and sort of like the you know what it's suggesting, um, and she comes out to you and says that she suffers from depression. She doesn't want you worrying about her, blah 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 blah. And that's why she's never confided in you about that kind of thing. But she has now, um, and you have to go you know about your day as normal, and you've not to worry about her. Um, and then you go bake cakes with Natsuki, and again, it's all very lovely until she starts mentioning some things and I never picked up on it first time round it wasn't until second time once I kind of knew what was going on with her I was like aha so sounds like she's got she's being abused by her father yeah I think at one um, point Monica towards the end says, she says pretty, yeah, that she's says being she's, abused yeah being abused at home and she doesn't eat much so they're sort of yeah. starving or something like that that's why she's so like, small but some boys like that or something okay yeah, um, and also like there was the bit with her dad is well not with her dad but like you say to her oh you should have she was like oh I wish I could eat a cupcake now and you're like well why don't you and she's like oh my, my dad's cooking tonight and I need to eat everything that he gives me and you're just kind of like alright jeez that's that's a bit kind of weird um, so like she's obviously afraid to eat anything because if she doesn't finish her meal, then her dad's gonna have a go at her. Um, so that that start that's that's the beginning of the sort of implied abuse storyline from Natsuki. Um, so anyway, have a nice time. You bake your cakes, and it's all very lovely until the end when Sayori shows back up. Um, she sees you two getting quite close, and then. Basically, she, she she basically says like you know hey, you know I'm in love with you. Go out with me, essentially. Um, or you have the option to basically tell her. Like, what did you say to her? Were you like yes or no? Like, I do love you. Or yeah, we're gonna be great friends. I put. Uh, I said I told her that I loved her. Yeah, I told her first time round. I told her that I loved her as well. Um, yeah. Didn't go well. Um, <laughs> so next day, you're meant to be sent taking the cakes with Sayori to the literature club because it's the it's they've got a festival going on. She doesn't show up. Something's wrong, and then you know something's wrong when the music cuts or there's a piano playing, and you're like, "Oh no, something's wrong." Um, yeah, she she's. She, she hanged herself. <laughs> yeah, you go to her bedroom. Um, That's, it's quite yeah, you go to her bedroom. Yeah, I I didn't find it. I actually find that to be one of the most uncomfortable moments in the game. 
was just that one. And it's not because I didn't see it coming. It's, it's like when she has it shown up and, she's, and you're like, something's wrong. It was like, she's killed herself. That, that's exactly yeah, what's happened. Was, she's yeah. just come out as depressed. She's killed herself. And then you go to her room and she's hanged herself. And that scene is like, oh, oh, I didn't, didn't like that. Um, and then in the background as well, don't like you, you would have seen like the um, Sayori dot car deleted. Yes, and the, the wee sort of text box in the background, and you're like, "What? What? What? What's that?" Um, and then anyway, that's the end. It comes up end, and then you're straight at. So then you have to load the game again, but instead of it saying start game, it's just gobbledygook. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just random symbols, and you're like, okay, this is suddenly taking a really strange turn. So you've got all the sprites of the characters in the front main menu, except for Sayori, who is now a pixelated blob of Monica, essentially. Um, and you're like, oh, right, okay, that's that's a bit creepy. Um, and then you start the game again, and it's basically the that whole second act is where the meat of everything that's disturbing in that game, like, it's all in there. <laughs> um, basically, from start to finish, that whole playthrough was not comfortable, or, like, that whole second act. None of that was comfortable. Yeah. Um, oh, it was very weird. Just when, just when you thought you were kind of getting a moment where you were like, all right, okay, cool, cool, cool. It comes up with something, and you're like, oh, right, okay. I cannot lower my guard here at all. Um, and the one bit that stuck with me that the whole thing was Natsuki's play with me. <laughs> Don't know if did you see that. Where was that? Was that the black text that came up? It's, it's some of the black text. It's about halfway through it. Like if you select different options, you get Natsuki's poem. It's just gobbledygook, and she comes goes up to you and she's like, "You didn't play with me today. Where were you?" I was looking forward to seeing you today. Oh, that, yeah, um, I remember that. Yeah, and then, like, her neck goes to 90 degrees oh. and spreads towards you. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, don't like that. Um, That was creepy, and then it comes up with end backwards, and you're just like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, So, it was obvious, like, that's obviously part of her storyline as well, is that she's obviously, you know, very alone. Um, She's got a pal in you, but Yuri who's one of the other girls in the literature club, is possessive of you as the main character. Um, and she's creepy. I wasn't overly keen on her. Um, some of the stuff she said was very cruel. <laughs> and she was extremely possessive. <laughs> um, she It's very uncomfortable to sit through some of her scenes. Extremely uncomfortable. Just her, um, her death scene alone. Because there's always, there's like hints that, again, is that... We should also talk about the other character, Monica, as well, because... See, I was going to come back to Monica, because she's an interesting person throughout the whole game. As soon as I um, saw her, I immediately just didn't like her. Like she's I didn't only, like her, straight off the bat. the only character there that doesn't really have a personality. Like, the other ones are your sort of your usual... The, the kind of usual characters you see in that kind of anime and stuff like that. Then you see Monica, who's like... The, the most plain looking one, I would say. Like, there's nothing really about her that stands out person, physically and yep. personality wise. So as soon as I saw her, she's oh, I'm just the president. It's like there's nothing to you at all. There's nothing that's even you really can latch onto as a someone who has a sort of an anime trope type thing, or anime trope character. 
There's just nothing about yeah. her that's even remotely interesting. I just didn't even think of her. And I think that was the intention of her. It was like... See, that's... Because it does kind of come up later on. Like, after the whole act two, then you've got Monica, just you and her. And she kind of says that. She's kind of like, everything that I've done is basically to get you to notice me, but it doesn't work. Um, And it's like, yeah, like I, you're 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 a cardboard. You're just like a wall in comparison to the like just like a plain wall in yeah. comparison to the other three girls who you meet who have personality and sort of these are you know obviously very deep issues, which can sort of keep you tuned into those three. But Monica's just a, pl- a plain old president. As uh, as you play through the game, that's all she is. She's never that. You, she doesn't scream that she's got like any form of like disorder. Doesn't scream that she's got any form of you know like issues. She's just Monica, and she's never boring in it. old Monica. But boring old Monica. But I think the game's supposed to imply that you know that you've got these other three girls who you know do suffer from pretty major things, and then you've got Monica who's leads a fairly normal life, and you're like, we should go with Monica because there's nothing bad that will happen if I go with her but obviously it doesn't matter even if you try the game doesn't for- can't doesn't let you and like, except for wee bits throughout it um, obviously during that too there's options that you can't pick there's an option where you can't pick one of the girls it has to be Monica mm-hmm. so every time you scroll down the list it's like Monica 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 and then that moment where the game just comes up just Monica just Monica and you're like alright Okay, um, but I was uh, straight off the bat. I was like, I don't like her. Something there's something about her. She's like a mastermind behind all this. And then when she goes talks to Sayori, who goes to then kill herself, like, what did you say to her to make her feel this way? Yeah, she really, said something really, really creepy. And I, yeah. I, I, I like, I liked all of the characters like Yuri as well. I've, I've, Yuri's seen because Yuri, uh, you find out. I think you find out from Monica. Yeah, it's like from Monica or the black text that pop ups, which is like the scary inner thoughts, I suppose. Um, yeah. Whereas, like, oh, you know, I'll go home and cut myself, that kind of thing. Or she talks about where she cuts herself. Oh, she just that that she just naturally like Monica as well comes out with like, oh yeah, she cuts herself. Just like, yeah. So that kind of why stuff, would she's, you? Like, she's the she's aware of everyone's issues and is like using that against them, that kind of thing to yeah to get try you to and get yourself. to you. Yeah, uh, it's like, oh yeah, you shouldn't like this person. Um, I, I will go back to Yuri because we're kind of like talking about her. Um, but like even like you know you get that poem, I say poem quotation mark from Natsuki saying like she needs help. Um, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, that um, one that was that was that was quite a touching moment actually. Yeah, I was like I want to help her, but she won't listen to me. But she will listen to you. Like that girl needs therapy. Um, you're just like yes, <laughs> I 100 percent agree. <laughs> um, because like, what 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 did you see to that point? And it's like she was just. Did you see that? Like there was there, there's a scene where she cuts herself, and I'm like, I can't remember if it was before or after that point. I can't um, remember. I can't. I can't remember either. Uh, um, but anyway, that like, you do see some moments where you're just kind of like, right, okay, so she's obviously her trait is that she's extremely possessive of the main character. Who's you? Um, and it's quite unsettling. Like some of the stuff, like big zoom, like close ends of her face. 
like the cool. I felt really bad when she was like to Natsuki, was like, Oh, shouldn't you not be looking for pennies underneath the vending machine? And you're just like, Oh god, that's just cruel. <laughs> um that's just so mean. Uh and yeah, she like it doesn't matter what happens with her either. Like she's always got a bad end. Um, yeah, not not that scene where I think she like goes she goes away to find something like for the festival because you're making stuff with her for the festival. Yeah, then she comes back and just stabs herself with a knife three times in front of you. Like, then... Did you say yes or no to her? For what? What question? Oh, that's because she said because she asks you out. So, oh. oh, would you, will you go out with me? Well, I, I, well, I said yes to everyone. I wanted a piece of everyone. No, I said you. <laughs> you thought. I said yes as well. Um, but it doesn't matter whether you say yes or no. Right. Like, she she will stab herself three times. And then you've got uh, the moment, which I, which I think was probably like sort of like the most sort of, I don't even know how to describe it. You spend this, the weekend with her watching her body decay. That that was the moment for me, is, when you said when you said oh it will, this game will shoot you to your core I hadn't really fully had that yet I had like the startle like oh god that was a bit much but that I, scene where you watch mm-hmm. her kill herself and then you are forced the to watch weekend. her decompose decompose over a weekend like I tried everything to yep. get out of that situation I left the game turned the game off <laughs> went back in the game went through all the files like, am I missing something here am I forced to just no you, just, you have to sit, you have to sit through the whole weekend yeah. I pushed um, auto and I thought, well, the text isn't changing. It's just looping the same text, I think. I don't know. But then I noticed after a certain time, the light, the light changes. Change. Uh, yeah. Where the, the time of day changes. I thought, oh, I'm literally, and over time you see your change as well. So I'm literally forced to sit here and watch this young girl. Watch this body decay. This body go into rigor mortis, wherever it is. Uh, um, yeah, that, that was, that was shocking. Like, that was uncomfortable. That was really, really uncomfortable. Um, and then again, it come back like you spent. Like, see one of the trophies on the PlayStation as well. You need to press X every single t- text box during Yuri's death scene. Wow, um, that was the one you were talking about. The one thousand four hundred. Yeah, one thousand four hundred forty times that you need to sit there, and you just have to keep tapping X, 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 X. But obviously, like you can only go as fast as you know the game will let you. If you're doing it that way, you can't just press skip and it takes two minutes. So that like, you have to keep pressing, and you're there for about ten minutes. And it's unsettling. It's like, God, I don't want to stare at her. It's even worse. That's like forcing you to be with her even longer. Yeah. It's like just staring at her eyes slowly, like fading. And you're like, no, I hate this. <laughs> um, but you get through it eventually. And it's, it's, it's not too bad after a while. You eventually, like, that was through my second playthrough. And I was like, I, I've seen this before. And it's like, it's still really uncomfortable. And I'd want this gone. So I was just messing around on my phone. So I wasn't having to look at her. <laughs> um, because it was really uncomfortable. Um, by the end of it, you've got Natsuki who walks in, who's obviously just like, oh god, and vomits everywhere. Um, and then Monica comes in and goes, oh, that must have been a boring weekend. You're like, <laughs> I've been in a room with this dead body for three whole days, and all you can say is, that must have been a boring weekend for you. Like, all right. Sure, um, oh, I, hate I guess. Um, and then it, it comes up again, like Monica, dot, like not Monica, um, like Yuri and Nat, uh, Natsuki, you know, deleted. Um, and you're like, right, why? They, why is she like? You could kind of tell at this point that's not that something's wrong. You've looped that same 
sort of few days again. And then there's all these sort of weird glitches and like these, you know, the, like weird symbols and stuff keep popping up, which implies that none of this is actually real. Um, and you're like, right, what what's actually going on here? And then you get to Act 3, where it's just you and Monica. And she's talking about how there's like this, you know, how easy it is to delete people and stuff like that. And that you are, in fact, in a simulation. Um, and that she's trying everything to get you to fall in love with her. But she can't prevent the other girls from falling in love with you either. Um, and that is kind of like kind of the problem for her. Um, I, I did what I thought was quite strange as well. Like I, I assume it, I did it on, on the 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 Steam Deck or like just Steam the PC version in general. Is that when it comes up, like, oh, your name is whatever it is you put in the game. So I should say, oh, your name is Billy. It was like, or oh, do you go by this? And it's your PlayStation Gamer tag. Oh like, no, that didn't. I don't think that came up in the PC version. Uh, um, so it comes up with your PlayStation Gamer tag. Um, I wasn't sure if it because I saw it somewhere that I think it does do it in the PC version. It's like it reads your Steam name. Oh, maybe it does. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you used your Steam name as the same that, name in the that, game. Um, after, that was when you were sitting alone in that room where she has. Your yeah, room. with Monica. Was that like, fairly oh, so early on? Because it got to a point where early on, early on, I, I might have skipped because I might have left that early because I was like, I don't want to sit in here with you. So why oh. your file? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can go delete her file almost immediately. Um, no, like, see if you sit. She has an endless loop of conversation. You can sit there for about. You can sit there for all eternity, and she will just keep talking to you. Yeah, over I want and over to, and I over want again, and as soon as possible. Um, so you actually learn that there's only two real people in this simulation, and that is you and Monica. The other three girls don't exist. Um, it's only you and Monica and Monica has lived through all these so basically you keep playing through these loops to try and save people and it doesn't work but Monica lives through all of it she's constantly living through this cycle of you trying to save you know of you seeing all these other girls Um, and it's not working out for her at all Um, and it's obviously if you sit through that bit where it's just you and her she basically says um like I've been, I've tried everything. Like you know, she comes out and says I love you. Blah 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 blah. Um, and like, I, I all I want is for you and I to spend all eternity inside this room. And she that's basically it. She just talks, 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 talks. And you're like, does it end? Um, the answer is no. Um, like again, there's a trophy on the PlayStation for talking to her for like half an hour. Um, oh, okay, but- last thirty seconds with her. <laughs> but like, at one point though like about maybe five minutes in she'll be like oh it's so easy to delete people oh I didn't realise it's just you just have to go to their file and delete them and I was like oh this is how you get out of this loop then Monica delete <laughs> uh, and then obviously like she goes no why did you do this to me Um, and then it kind of starts and then you, you reset because there's no other option, you have to reset the game, and then you're back to it. Another loop. Um, it's very clever. The game's very clever. Yeah, it's cool. I, I really, it really does. Like, I don't like. Did you have the in-game built desktop, or did you have to go through files? 
because initially for Doki Doki, you actually had to open uh, yeah. the files for the yeah, game. I remember and, we, on we the computer. when it first came out, um, you have to use the actual PC files. No, I used just the built-in one. Yeah. So um, I bought Doki Doki Plus, because for Doki Doki Lister Club is for free. I think the free version you would have to do that. Aye. Uh, but Plus has its own built-in desktop. Yeah, I think that's more of a consoleized experience. Um, but as you just delete that, and then you reset, and you're back to it. Like that's the game. But it doesn't matter what choices you pick; you can't change the outcome. There is no good ending to that game. Like even Monica at the end is like, "Oh, I've there's no hope. There's no hope in the Literature Club." Blah blah blah. Like even the good endings just kind of like more or less the same. It's just instead of like Monica, it's the director. It's like, "Thank you for playing." Doki Doki Literature Club. You're like, all right, okay. Um, like, there's no real good ending to that game. It's all, it's all. You cannot save anyone. Um, because you think oh, I'll try it this way, and even if you say, "Oh, we'll be best friends forever," to Sayori, she still kills herself. Um, there's just a wee bit of like, it's, it's the dialogue after it that changes because it's like, "Oh my god, I should have said yes to her," blah blah blah, and then. You're into that too. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought it was great. I, th- I genuinely thought it was... A, it's a game that I would highly recommend people to play if you're not squeamish. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, it, like, it got to a point where it kind of just grabbed me. Where, cause I played it for like... Because when I bought it, I, I wasn't sure when I was going to get my Steam Deck because the order process, but the, the shipping company were not very transparent about the the updates of where the package was. Mm-hmm. So I didn't actually know it was in the UK until the Thursday morning at like 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, when I, I have, thankfully I was up at that time. It says, oh, your parcel 4 has your package and this arrived at the delivery depot. So I thought, is this coming today? Because usually the the parcel 4 people are in here at like 9 or 10 in the morning. But it came a bit between 1 and 2. Hmm. Yeah, I got it, but uh, I was yawning. So the night before, I downloaded it on my Mac, because it's got a Mac version. So I thought, oh, I'll play through this, and I played a little bit on there. But thankfully, I got the Steam Deck the next day, and then I played for about an hour. And I thought, oh, I'll come back to this eventually. But then later that night, I thought, oh, let's give this another bit of time. Then it just grabbed me, where I played it for like three hours straight. I thought, oh, this is good. Yeah, um, it was very then good. The, the next it's day, great. I... Yeah, it kept me up late. I, was like, I need to go to bed at some point. I have I can't keep going with this and finding it was happening. Then I went to bed the next day. I in the afternoon, I think it was like a Friday or Saturday. I can't remember. I finished it off and thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it's a really good visual novel. So someone there's a, a recommendation popped up on Steam uh, about another visual novel game because it comes up with because you uh, play Doki Doki, you should play this. Yes, exactly. It came up with a game called Cooking Companions. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah, I've heard of that as well. So apparently it's very similar um like horror type game. So I might get that next at some point. If I'm in a visual novel mood. But I've got other oh, visual novel there, I've got the Ace Attorney games to get through at some point. Mm-hmm. Um I really want to play them. So I'll probably play them first, then go buy another Cooking Companions type game. Plus the new Somnium Files game is coming out in like June, so I want to tempted to buy the first game again play through that then get the second game depending on if yeah. it's a sale or not but we'll see but yeah Doki Doki Lush Club Plus very very good Doki, I, I kept calling it Doki Doki Panic because I think that title works well but the re- <laughs> it should be called Doki Doki Panic 
well the reason why that's in my subconscious is because that's actually a game it's a real game um so doki doki panic is the original name for super mario brothers 2 because super mario brothers 2 the version mm-hmm. we got you know you can play like as peach or toad or mario or luigi yeah, yeah, yeah it's got a weird thing where you can go through the doors throw mushrooms down and go through these doors portals and stuff like that so that was actually the super mario Bros. suit that we got here in the europe and the u.s wasn't actually originally a, a mario a super mario game it was originally a game called doki doki panic and what they did was to when they made super mario Bros. 2 which is also which has also been released here now but it's known, it's known as the lost levels they said this is this game is too difficult because it's quite a difficult difficulty spike compared to the first super mario Bros. game so in Japan, they says we cannot release this in the West. They'll find it too difficult. It won't sell well. So we have to make another game and release it there instead. So they took this other game called Doki Doki Panic, changed all the sprites out and replaced them with Mario characters and released that here as Super Mario Bros. 2. So Doki Doki Panic is an actual game. But for some reason, just as soon as I heard Doki Doki, I just in my head, I thought Doki Doki Panic works for this. <laughs> it just does. But yeah, that's a weird trivia thing. But um... Yeah, that's Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. Doki Doki. It's great, but if you have any issues with real life stuff, don't play it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So uh, the, the, the warnings are there, uh, and for very, very, very good reason. As you've definitely. probably now heard from our discussion, um, they are pretty, it is a pretty brutal game. Um, but we do encourage you to play it. Um, do not play it at 11 o'clock at night in a dark room just as you're going to bed, though, because that scenes will stick with you and you're trying to sleep and you're just sitting there thinking about it and you're like, God. <laughs> that happened to me. I was playing at night and then it was it was um, the scene where Sayori hangs herself. And I was like, that's a really <laughs> awful way to end, end this to go to my bed. And I was just lying in bed and all I could see was like her face. And I was just like... <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> um, got to sleep eventually. After I was like, "Billy, it's a, it's, it's anime. Calm down." <laughs> yeah, it's not serious. It's not serious. Um, it was just the. I think it was just the initial sort of like shock, corner gasp of like that scene, which was kind of still with me for like sort of like half an hour after it happened. I was like, Whoa. Um But yeah. Highly recommend it. It is good. Yeah. I also bought, as I said, I mentioned Disco Elysium, but I'm not going to talk about that yet because I've only am about an hour into it. Um, But that hour I've played, I think this is going to be a, a really solid game. I really like the writing so far and the dialogue options that I've chosen for my character uh, makes him seem like a right idiot, but kind of weirdly intelligent. <laughs> and I kind of like where I'm going with that. Um. I'll say that for next week when I've put a lot more time into it. I don't want to waste uh, time talking about a game I've only put an hour into. Yeah. Uh, I want to spend more time with it. But I really like how it looks. I'm excited to spend some more time with it. So I think I bought, I bought any other games. I can't remember. I think it was Doki Doki, Black Mesa, Vampire Survivors. Uh, oh yeah, I downloaded Ace Attorney Trilogy to finally play through that. Um. Oh yeah, I downloaded my copy of Fallout New Vegas. Because that's currently, it's not shown as supported. It's shown as like unknown. Was it coming up as? Yeah, it's unknown, which basically means Valve is still learning about this title. We do not currently have further information regarding the Steam Deck compatibility. 
but again i went into the the settings menu or the controller menu and clicked on uh layout and went to community layouts and downloaded the one that had a guy here has, has got 1349 uploads and he's played it for 161,925 hours so i thought all right so he's played a lot of new vegas then yeah i thought that's a good amount of experience <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd say so yeah so i bought i bought that i would have bought that i downloaded that um layout and it's great it plays exactly like new vegas plays on the the consoles as well uh, surprisingly i cranked till i've got the settings on ultra high and again I'm, this is a 17 year old game no sorry no, it's not it's not 2027 a 12 year old game um god could you imagine if it was 2027 but yeah so it's 12 years old and is only running at 800p keep in mind it's not running at like 1440p or 4k or whatever yeah 800p and got up on ultra high and it just runs like butter it's just really really smooth you've got a constant lock 60 the only time it drops to like 45 ish is when just the bethesda jank kicks in when you're walking through the open world and it loads in the stuff ahead of you and it does that slight star uh that's the only time it drops really but i think ultra high is a bit overkill so i'm probably going to knock a few things down to ease the the power a bit just to in case there is like frame drops at some yeah. point oh sleepy yep you're running again but um yeah new vegas is awesome uh there's some other games i want to buy but i think i've got enough for now to do me for a bit especially like disco elysium that's like a really good sort of set down lay down type game in bed with a steam deck or it's on switch as well which i recommend buy on there but bill i think that is us Unless you have any other steam deck questions there's still some stuff i want to test out like i really want to test out like the chatting on it like voice chatting and stuff like that like how that works and how if the quality on that is decent like multiplayer stuff in general how that works um because there's some games you you can download on Steam, but you can't play them. Like you can't play Halo Infinite, for example, the multiplayer, because it doesn't have the compatibility yet for the anti-cheat system. Mm-hmm. Um, I've started the process of adding emulators to it. Ooh. So I've got Persona Three Fez Edition downloaded, Ooh. but I'm still trying to figure out how to get that to run. Because every time I load it up, it's just not running. But I've downloaded Sand Hill Shattered Memories for the PSP. Ooh. Um, I'm still, I might try the PS2 version. Again, I, I, I own all these games. <laughs> Just getting that out of there. <laughs> um, I did at one point, but not anymore. Um, I tried the Wii version, but the Wii version is a bit, still a bit too stuttery on the Steam Deck. I think you need a, I think the compatibility for that game is a bit weird on PC for the Wii. The PSP one version runs perfectly fine, but for some reason the flashlight doesn't work properly. And you know the you get that quiz at the start, the questionnaire about oh, the thing you ever thing. cheated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you <laughs> would you consider yourself? Could you could you make friends easily? That kind of thing. So instead of the flashlight kind of the words, the text come up from that questionnaire as the flashlight. So every time you're moving the flashlight around, you just see the the quiz. <laughs> it's very weird. Um. <laughs> So I might try the PS2 version and see how that is compares to compared to the PSP and the the Wii version. But I think the Wii version is just, is just a bit much. It's not 
running perfectly well in there unless there's some settings I could change or something but from what I've I've tried it on a, even a gaming laptop in the past and it still was a bit dodgy so the PSP one seems to be the only solid one I, I don't know about PS2 yet but I'll try that um, but yeah I really want to try Persona 3 because I've put through the Fez edition on that I think that'd be a great way to play Persona 3 no 100% I'll try loading it up, try loading it up again see if it works no it's just loaded up well actually this is another feature I completely forgot to mention so I haven't really talked much about the software but I really again this I keep forgetting this is basically a PC but this thing is more capable than the PS5 you can run multiple games in the background and come back to them anytime so I had um, Black Mesa in the background and like Condemned Vampire Survivors and Doki Doki all running at the same time which was great. Just like playing on the Series X. Chop chop, Sony. Is that time? You're behind time. the times. Yep. It's not 2005. Even the Steam Deck can do it. It's basically a PC, but yes. No. It's not surprising they can do it. I don't know why I was shocked. Uh, <laughs> but I thought it was impressive, so. For such a small little thing. The size of a Switch. Exactly. But yeah, I think that's us. I'll, I'll probably have more to say next week once I put a solid amount of time into games. I've only put about eight hours into it, I suppose. Um, if you include Doki Doki and some some Black Mesa and some Disco Elysium and some Condemned. I'm, t- I'm tempted just to play it through all Condemned on this thing. 100%. That'd be yeah. an amazing way to play the game. It's been a long time since I've played Condemned. A good decade. God, that long? I think so. Because I finished... Probably longer actually, because I finished for some reason when we fin- left university. One of the first games I finished again, or got all the achievements on, was Condemned Two. Like I don't know what possessed me to play through Condemned Two again, get all the achievements, but I wanted to. Uh, I still need to get all the achievements in Condemned One, but I've I'm kind of doing the Wales type thing where I'm like leaving it as a thing of like I can always go back to this because I know I don't I've got other things to do on it, but mm-hmm. I keep pushing it away because I know I can't go back to it at some point. Uh, but I might just play through it on this because it plays fantastic on the Steam Deck with the controller layout the community made. I, I just think it's great that you can just pretty much download any game and try it and see how it goes and then refund it if it doesn't work right within that two-hour yeah. period. No questions asked. You get your money back. That's just like a great way of handling things. No, I wish we could do that on a, at least on PlayStation. You can't really do refunds on PlayStation. PlayStation, catch up, you can do it on Xbox, come on. Chop, chop. <laughs> Being mean with the PlayStation 2. <laughs> per PlayStation. <laughs> per PlayStation. That's exactly what I'm off to go play. <laughs> yes. Anyway, anything else? No, I think that's me. I think that's me as well. As I said, I'll have more to say next time. But I just really wanted to get my thoughts out about it. I think you should pre-order it, but don't pre-order the... The five twelve version. I think I'll pre-order the five twelve. I want my, I want my cottages. Because <laughs> I put the, because I found my one hundred twenty eight gigabyte micro SD card, just slotted it in, formatted it. Turns out the Steam Deck used that as its default installation uh... storage, and I didn't even notice. I thought these those times are great. <laughs> <laughs> the entire time I thought it was in the SSD. <laughs> oh, let's just run it off then. <laughs> Then I realized, oh wow, I'm running New Vegas off a micro SD card. Huh. Weird. 
Good stuff. It was odd. Yes, that's that. So, Bill, give us a proper... Well, you know what? We'll do a proper outro because we don't really do one. We just say bye. But we actually do have an email. Oh, yeah. And Twitter. I leave it in the show notes, but I never uh, say it at the end. But we do have an email. We'd We'd like to hear from some people. We have the past, but I think the reason why no one has said anything is because we haven't told or said anything about it. It's because no one listens and we're just talking gibberish. That is not true. We have tens of listeners. Do you mean three? No, more than that. Uh, there's some, I think, judging by my statistics, it seems like some people have subscribed and the po- when, as soon as the podcast comes out, it automatically downloads on their phone. <laughs> these poor people <laughs> <laughs> so there's like as soon as I upload it like immediately there's like 10 people who have like downloaded it it's weird so I'm sure mm-hmm. like, no one's waiting at their phone for the next episode surely it's their app downloading it <laughs> it'd be weird if it was <laughs> which makes me paranoid because uh, I've had some issues with the files in the past uh, where the, the syncing isn't right, so that's why I'm like, well, why you get the sync? The because the latency is a bit weird sometimes with this recording. It's since we've moved to the iPhone, it hasn't been as great because the iPhone doesn't do the synced wave file stuff like it does in the laptop. So we may have to go back to the laptop at some point just for the sake of my sanity. That's it. So I don't have to spend two hours chopping up a file to get it all synced up. Um, but we need to figure that out at some point in the future. Somehow get that Astro Mix app working again. For the sake of my sanity, I will take a sacrifice on your lovely audio quality. As good oh. as it sounds on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll do. But yeah, we have an email. I think it's contact at thegamernauts.com. That's right, we've got a dot .com. We've also got a website, thegamernauts.com. I didn't even know that. Did you know? I'm sure I told you yeah. about our website. Maybe, maybe I've just never thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I spent a lot of money in that domain. No, I didn't. I spent a pound. But it'll go up to £6 a year at one point eventually. Uh, it's basically just a link tree with all the links to all the popular podcasting services. You can also listen to the Spotify through their, their website as well. Um, it also has a link to our Twitter Uh my Twitter is at Nessie, N-A-E-S-S-I-E. I-I-E. What's yours? Red Shoes for Life with a four. Four. <laughs> four. Red Shoes for Life. Yep. It's a good, good gamertag. That was your first game. Oh, that's it. That's stuck with me now. They took my online alias. Yes, that's a good one. Yes. Uh, we also have a show Twitter, but I, don't, I haven't updated that since we first started. It's at the underscore gamer notes. I should probably start actually doing some form of social media marketing. Uh, yeah. Put some clips together. We'll see. But yes, Indeed. Well, that's us. Take it away. Okay, bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye.